Welcome everyone to another episode of Out on a Limb podcast with Samantha and Will and myself live here from the treehouse. Today's episode is going to focus on our spiritual journey, a kind of our awakening journey, uh, which can look quite different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some can be convoluted, some are straight and to the point, you know, all, all kinds. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about perhaps some of the pitfalls that maybe we encountered, um, maybe some things that supported us along our journey, and just sort of what we've learned. Okay. Sounds good. You want to start? Go first? Sure. Yeah, why don't you start? All right. Uh, and where, maybe where, talk to the talk to the crowd, talk to the, talk to the yeah. talk to them out there in uh, Wonderland. <laughs> um, where did it start? My God. Um, the true awakening really took place around 2015, 16, I think in a previous episode, we kind of briefly touched on it and the different aspects of it. Um, I'm not going to go into too much of that detail, but, um, you know, I can really honestly say a lot of that I had knowings of when I was a child, there was a lot of aspects of myself that now knowing what I know, I can honestly say, okay, yeah, I had deep intuition. I had you know, um, I'll say a deep sense of empathy for many, many people and not from just the word empathy of, you know, um, empathetic to someone's need. It was that heartfelt knowing before they would know that type of thing. Um, you know, and, and the whole aspect of, of, um, you know, just, I guess having an understanding that there was someone watching out over me, um, and, I wasn't a religious person, so I never really was in church, but I just knew there was an aspect of someone greater that was watching over me, uh, keeping me out of trouble. You could say a, you know, maybe a, um, you know, a guardian angel of sorts, but, you know, later on I came to find out who that was. Um, but then, you know, that really, all of that was put on hold after I joined the military even though I probably used a lot of that information, that a lot of that. Of, that would kind of drum it out of you for a while. It, it did. I, you know, I, you know, I knew how to meditate. I knew how to mm-hmm. kind of find a, a Zen spot in stressful situations, mm-hmm. but it was more second nature at that point, And I really didn't think about it, but it wasn't until 2015 and 16 when it really, I'll say unlocked for me. And that was through the course of using Reiki and Alice and practicing Reiki on me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, it wasn't this clear, even at that point, it wasn't a clear aha moment for me, right? It wasn't this. I mean, not overnight. No, not overnight. I mean, but over the course of, I don't know, a year. Yeah. It was, it was pretty profound. much went from zero to 180. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess, I guess to say, you know, like some people will, you know, I'll get into this a little bit a little bit further but you know people people mention well didn't you go through a dark night of the soul to get to this point didn't you have some sort of crisis to get to this point and i'll tell you that's been a struggle through this whole journey even up to this point of no i haven't had that deep you know cathartic release of you know all my demons and all my all that stuff why, and, why do you call that a struggle? Why do you think that's a struggle? Well, because well, well, a dark night of the soul is a struggle. It is a struggle. But right. you, feel, well, well, you feel guilty that I you feel didn't? guilty that I don't have one. Oh, that wow. I didn't have one. Okay. Right? You know, because... because <laughs> <we're> clear. <laughs> right. Because that's what everybody... Well, because you don't have not everybody to have a rapport with somebody. Right. Perhaps. So it's, to, it's, to open up those extrasensory perceptions. Absolutely. And, yes. and, and many, many people believe that in order to, you know... To be a profound or pathetic, pathetic, mm-hmm. pathetic, not pathetic, prophetic, pof- prophetic. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you know, healer, you have to go through this dark night of the soul aspect in order to really unlock the true nature of who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes and no. Uh, you know, I think, I, it, I think it just hones some of your abilities, but it certainly makes you uh, compassionate and empathetic to others who are struggling like that. It does. It does. But I don't think it's necessary any more that account than a counselor has to have gone through every crisis that it doesn't mean they're clients. Yeah, you don't have a deficit because you didn't go through that. But it is one of the struggles for my it was one of my struggles going through this process of 
you know, of realizing, okay, mediumship ability kicks in, psychic ability kicks in, healer kicks in, the channeling kicks in, and all of these different abilities start to unlock. But yet inside of me or inside of me, I, I still wonder, well, what do other people, and this is, this is probably a bigger point to, for many practitioners, what do other people think of my gifts if I haven't been through some sort of crisis? Right? That's that, a that whole crisis wow. moment. And that could be a whole nother topic, episode sure. right? or another topic. So but there's a lot more people who are opening up, awakening, whatever, mm -hmm. who aren't going That's through all of that. So correct. And that, so I, you know, I, I, and I have buckets in my, you know, in my arena that I, that I put stuff in and I put that into what I call my legacy bucket. You know, there are certain things that, um, you know, uh, legacy teachings, legacy healings, all these things that have to be very specific. Yeah. Reiki was one of those, right? Uh, Reiki, yeah. Reiki was one of those things where it, it had to be a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, it had to be down this line and you had to follow this practitioner's way of doing it and doing it a certain way. But if you read the history of Reiki, you realize that it changed every time somebody else picked up the torch and moved with it. That's cool. All the way from Usui to William Rand. William Rand has changed it and made it his own of his own modalities. So, that being said, you know, I same thing with mediumship and tarot card reading and all these different aspects. And, and this is just my belief, my my way of looking at it is that there there was a time and a place for this legacy understanding of it has to be very strict and very rigid in one particular way. Mm -hmm. Things are evolving much quicker than that. Right. Things are just a little, right. Just a little. And so there's more fluidity in each aspect where you can blend several things together, bring mm -hmm. them into your own healing modality, your own energetic practice, your own energetic understanding of what's taking place. Mm -hmm. And that's when we teach our Reiki classes, that's what we tell our students is, you know, we're giving you the fundamentals, we're giving you the history, we're giving you the fundamentals, but it ultimately is your practice. It is how you will utilize Reiki for your own healing purposes. Excellent. And, you know, when I teach my classes for mediumship, psychic and energy work and stuff like that, I tell my students the same thing. I'm going to give you the basics of understanding it, but go out into the world and make it your own mm -hmm. because things are changing. But getting back to that point of feeling like, you know, I had to have some sort of a, you know, energetic epiphany of a, you know, dark night of the soul to become some, you know, profound healer. So that is a legacy concept That's in your a, view. Right, exactly. And so it's one of the struggles I've had to go kind through. Kind of a myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Not and that it doesn't happen. Not that it doesn't, it doesn't happen. No, I don't to. want to discount it. Please, I'm not <laughs> right. trying to discount it because pl I, we know plenty of people that have had dark nights of the soul and they're marvelous people. It's just that I haven't been through that. Right. And so, you know, that's some of the struggles that we, you know, for me, a hurdle to overcome. Um, but in that, you know, it's really... Um, you know, this whole journey, this whole spiritual journey is, and, and growth, and it is really um, just when I think, just when I think it's been um, leveled off, it, it, you know, it's hit a plateau. It's okay. I'm, I've learned about as much as I can learn. They're very sneaky like that. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing uh, how universe will kick open, not just one door, but about a half a dozen at one time and say, all right, there you go. You hold know, my now, beer. right. Learn, right. <laughs> watch this. Right. Hold my beer. Watch this. Exactly. Yeah. And oh that's what I'm been learning over the last probably two or three years is mm -hmm. that aspect of just when I think I'm getting comfortable, what'll happen is just as I think I'm getting comfortable and, and everything's flowing just appropriately, there'll be a lull. It'll be like the calm before the storm. There'll yeah. be a lull in the clients. There'll be a lull in my energy. It'll just be like, okay. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could just need to take a breather. But when that breather is over, <laughs> Whoo, that's when it ramps right back up and and things just explode and and it's and you have to then readjust mm -hmm. and kind of re acclimate to your own gifts and what has been amplified yeah, and then identify with that yeah and <laughs> and then you know then it'll happen again and it'll happen again and, and that's the beauty i think for myself at least 
in these coming years is that, you know, I don't take anything for granted. I leave every available option open mm -hmm. for whatever comes down the path because I can't predict where, where my gifts are going. I can't predict where the energy is going. I can't predict what it's going to look like. Yeah. So and it's more fun not to predict. Right. I'm just kind of long for the ride, right? Actually. You know, but and and in that I'm honing my skills. Yes. And so um I don't know if that Yeah, so that, in terms of your awakening journey, you were pretty much primed as a child yes. and maybe even into your teens yeah. for a later awakening that happened fairly quickly. The door was yeah. kicked open pretty wide. And, and what else it means by a, a later awakening? I was in my early 50s when it all started activating for me so was it late 40s 2014 yeah. ish i don't know <laughs> i can't much. do math don't ask me to do math right now so good thank you yeah. for sharing that yeah. and what, so okay. did you have a dark night of the soul yeah did you um, do you wish to share you don't have to no it wasn't like well yeah it's um i had uh i i was the kid or you know the friend in the group i like had a great imagination like always just imagining you know, tended to be around horses and horseback riding and things like that, um, playing with model horses. But I, I just, I had this huge imagination. And um, so I was caught daydreaming a lot and stuff. And um, into my teen years, I was that kid who, you know, we could be drinking, walking down the road, and I would see this weed that had a flower growing out and I would stop and be amazed by it. And my friends would look at me like, this is without <laughs> smoking, okay? Right. They would look at me like, what the hell, you yeah, know, and yeah. it's just, oh, that's just Sam, you know, and um, so, of course, you know, in that whole um, sitcom series, Friends came around, I was known as the Phoebe of the group, uh, and um, anyway, uh, I just, I think I was born where every day is Christmas, mm. I wake up, I'm excited, I'm optimistic. What a nice way to live, it, that's beautiful. It mm. is, it's just, it's something where I just know something exciting is going to happen, and I'll, and I'll make something be that exciting mm -hmm. thing, you know, mm -hmm. I got to have this for dinner, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I just, I kind of just naturally operated that way, but I also recognized it, it didn't start from day one, I, I, I was a very kind of moody kid and stuff, and so it took a long time for me to adopt that way of looking at the world but certainly when you set yourself up for that you're putting yourself in that higher vibrational space mm, for sure. naturally mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um i guess for me um i'm trying to think when it all kind of really started to kick off because um i i would have those occurrences where i would walk into like barnes and noble or whatever and there would be one book in the metaphysical section that would be sitting out more than the others and i'd just be like wow that's kind of cool you know i just thought that stuff was really interesting and yeah. i was curious about it so i'd read that book and it would lead me to another book or i'd go in and one one i just felt like i got to read this first even if it was a series mm -hmm. you know i had to read the fourth one before the second one uh, and and then everything would fall into place like circumstances would arise or whatever so um there was a lot of weird stuff like that happening um, and I would go try to see Sylvia Brown and mm. I would listen to, um, uh, what is it? Hay house stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, she was part yeah, of that yeah, crowd. Yeah. yeah. Hay house was big on all of our awakenings probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so, um, <laughs> yeah, not mine. It, was, it was kind of on the low end of things by the time. Yeah. You came along. Yeah. yeah so, sure. um, I, um, I was in, I can say this part. I was in an awful marriage, mm. horrible marriage. And um, I was working for a publisher and he said, I need you to contact this one person who had put an ad in um, this program and he wanted me to follow up to see if she wanted, it was an annual thing, to see if she wanted to do it again. Well, she was a tarot reader. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm excited for this. You know? Right up your so alley. I call her up and she's like, where did you find me? Because, <laughs> you know, it's like six months later. And um, since it was published and I explained where I found her, she was like, you're the only person who has responded to this oh ad Aww. and you're asking me for more money if I want to place it again. And I said, well, okay, can I have a reading as well? Yeah. <laughs> so, that works. Um, and this was in Tampa, um, Tampa, Florida. And so I went to see her and um, she was amazing. She was very mm. gypsy like yeah. and just British and just had this flair about her. Um, and I said to her, I was just like, I want to learn to do what you do. And there's like this urge inside of me. I just got to know this is yeah. it. And so she said, um, 
go get a pack of the Rider Waite tarot cards because you know they're colored the correct way or whatever that means, and um, and then um, learn those and come back in two weeks and um, with fifty dollars and I'll teach you. And I was like, I didn't know how I was getting fifty dollars because at that point, like I said, <laughs> bad marriage. I, sure. It was it, you know, but I was like, I'm doing that. So I went out, I got the tarot deck, um, I you know managed to pull together the fifty dollars. I learned those things. I show up and. Um, she was secretly hoping I would go away was the whole point of that. Wow. And um, so anyway, um, she started to teach me that whatever I saw in the cards, whatever meanings I had created to forget them all and create my own meanings. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. She really was trying to get rid of me. Nice. And um, but learning that like, it gave me something to go off of. And, you know, so I started like any kind of newbie where you're sitting there going, I don't know. I, I mean, it says I wanted to open up the little, you know, yeah. folder that comes with it. And she's going, don't do that. Just say right. anything. Trust Oh, yourself. my God. The mm. idea to say anything is the hardest thing in the world. Because, you know, what if I'm wrong? What if it sounds stupid? Right. What if this, you know? So anyway, um, I continued working with her. And it, you know, it just seemed like my answers were coming up good. But it was still just kind of like novice stuff. But then from that point on, well, she ended up becoming my first mentor, mm. like amazing. Um, and, mm -hmm. and she and I became very close. Her name was Kim Davies, and she's no longer on this side. Mm. Um, well, she's reincarnated. I don't know. But um, anyway, she was just absolutely amazing to learn from. But from that point, it was a steady um, thing of new experiences coming in out of the blue. Um, people who would come to me and say, oh, I'm a walk-in. And I'm like, what the hell's a walk-in? Right. So I'd learn what walk-ins are. Right. Um, or somebody's like, oh, I do this light healing. You want to find out what that's about? Well, sure. And then I find that I'm at a dojo in Atlanta and doing this wow. stuff. And um, all the synchronicities that pop yeah. up. When you're yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but there, it's such a wide variety that occurred. So I'm like, I say, you know, or I used to say, you know, I'm a master, what is it? Um, a jack of all trades. Yeah, master, master none. none. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's really what I was. It was kind of crazy. Um, but what I noticed in my journey, similar to yours, was that, and I say it as, I would go into muggle world, mm. you know, where you're just doing the thing. Yeah. You know, you're you're paying the I'm bills. I'm still you're... in muggle world. I'm oh, come on. No, no, you're I'm not. still in muggle no, you world. you are treading on <laughs> Every <those> day <laughs> from 8 to 3.30, I'm in muggle. But then, but then you get to come into this world. Right, so, right, exactly. Um, but, you know, so I would, I would do that stuff. And then, you know, somebody would walk in, a book would land in front of me, whatever. And, you know, zero to 100, I would be off and running with that concept until I wore it out. Mm. And then I'm like, what's next? And there'd be nothing. And I'd be like, what, you mm. know? Um, but that had been, that had been my journey, you know, to, to have these influences come in, spark the interest and, mm. and then, you know, step away from it. For me, it was very much, a, um, I felt like I was on a desert island because I was very curious mm. about all this stuff. And, you know, <laughs> we didn't have the internet back then, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, you would try to find out where these things were taking place and drive, which is why I have no problem driving two hours up here because mm -hmm. um, I was used to having to make those trips. Right, right, right. But I was in that kind of, I was fascinated by it and I liked to learn it on my own. But when I learned it, I wanted to make it mine and mm. they didn't like that in the groups that I was in. I never got really attached to any groups mm. or any um, particular which is purposeful. Rules. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, that was a tough one because um, I kept looking for where are my peeps, you know, mm -hmm. but I could just never, I could never go into that, you know, oh, crystals. I'm all about crystals. You know, it or was that always, one thing. Yeah. That one thing you needed to be more well-rounded at that time. All of it. Yeah. I just needed to encompass all of it. And, you know, I would tell my mom, I would go back and say, oh, I met this person who does this, you know, it's really fascinating. And my mom would just go, oh, you just you would believe anyone on anything <laughs> like you know like i have no discernment whatsoever true maybe it wasn't as developed but but i was open for these experiences mm -hmm. so i can't say i was one of those people that it like all hit me and then you know i'm off and running with it, it was, um, your skill level was gradual yeah it was it was definitely gradual but you know it'd be things like um well, my girlfriend, who was the mentor, um, first mentor, Kim, she had done a reading for me and said, you would never have a shingle 
outside, you mm. know, a window saying what you did. Well, I always worked by word of mouth. You know, so I thought, oh, I'll never get to really do this. Yeah. And then I understood, well, none of us really have a shingle outside. So they you know? took that literally. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but, um, you know, I'd have things like uh, my mom had a boyfriend come over to the house once and she said, oh, my my weird daughter, she's not going to be watching this. Um, my weird <laughs> daughter um, does tarot. If you'd like her to do a reading while I finish getting ready. And he was like, sure. Well, he gets down on the carpet with me. And I start doing a reading for him and I start telling him about how he's going on a trip with his father and it looks like they're going to the Far East and he's just going, what, <laughs> you know? And yeah. I'm just, you know, just the symbols, just saying what's there, sure. what I'm feeling, yeah. you know? And um, and then I said to him, you know, in, in past love interests, you know, there's there was this woman who really wrecked you and now you've built this wall and you're incapable of having a full-blown relationship he got up and left before my mom came back out because he knew there's no way he was going to have a relationship with my mom. I just called him on it, you know, and he was just like, oh, my goodness. It was holy cow. It so was does your mom funny. still call you weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost my, a badge of is, honor at this yes, point. This is my it? weird daughter. You know, I, I own it. It's it's uh, yeah. um, it's what I I'd rather be that than dull. Correct. Or muggle. I like being weird and different so. and unique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like being yourself. Right. right. Yeah. You know, that's all you're being. So anyway, yeah. So it's been it's been like it's been like that. And then the new thing comes along and I dive into it and um, I learn a new skill and I get proficient, you know, and then a new thing comes along. And each step of the way has been sort of I didn't realize I, I mean, definitely was being directed and people I don't mm -hmm. mean to make this sound like it's just hard to cover all of it and make sense without it being boring. But um, but there would be people who would say, you're going to be doing this next. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were telling me mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And like this one woman, when I was going in, I, I did not want to do mediumship. I mean, I wanted to. And I was like, OK, you know, I'm not the person who can do mediumship. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm just seeing her because my dad had crossed over and, I, you know, and um, she said something about quantum physics and how I was going to get involved in all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just going, no. You know, I was really in muggle world then, you know, I just know. Mm -hmm. And then three, four months later, um, I turn on the radio, which I rarely ever do. And I, I'm on an AM station, which I'm rarely, I never, well, I'm never on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this guy starts talking about my big toe, my big oh, theory book. of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking about quantum physics. I'm like, who is this guy? I pull over to the side of the road and I get chills and I'm like, what is going on here? And I'm like, she said something about quantum physics and then I'd get into mediumship oh, wow. and I thought, okay, I'll get into mediumship if there's someone who's offering mediumship classes on Saturdays for $100, you know? Right. Real specific. All right, universe, hook it up. Yeah, right? they hooked it up. Yeah. They right. hooked it up. Yeah. And that's where I, that's where my, my first introduction to all that. So it, it has been a process. And then, of course, you guys now, mm -hmm. and I've said this before, where I say, I introduce a concept and I say, you know, I wonder about this. And you're like, well, why haven't you thought of doing this? And then all of a sudden I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, it's pretty freaking cool. It's so fun. It is it's fun. fun. It is but really But tell me fun. then, so in terms of your crisis, the crisis thing that mm -hmm. sometimes propels us into our real purpose or puts us on speed dial to the real purpose, mm -hmm. how did that marriage impact that that's like what good did you question did you learn something or did it send you in a different direction or what what was the outcome of all of that well i mean it took me down to the barest basics of being a human being mm. <laughs> you know like i he, he was a narcissist and so um it 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 took me down to the element of understanding the power that my brain had because I was literally, I could look at myself in the mirror and I'd feel my, my, you know, brain like splitting in two, mm. like this whole, nope, you're going to be all happy about this. You're going to be fine. And then the side of me just dying. Mm. And um, yeah. so when you, you know, I started to realize I really can create a whole different persona and, yeah. and this could become permanent if I'm not careful. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when that, catharsis or whatever finally catharsis is that the right word if when it when whatever that was finally broke mm -hmm. all events lined up for me to leave in such a synchronicity that it was crazy mm. um and i just started recognizing patterns you know and and there was something there where i was understanding 
you when you get taken down to your basic human elements it, it's no longer oh where am i going to go drinking friday night it's like i i need survival for mm -hmm. electricity i you know and um it, abusive you know like you start to read things at, at a different mm. level yeah and so it just cranks things up and um and so you're starting to look for anything that's going to provide any comfort any source of whatever so so all of that, you know, like recognizing the synchronicities that were happening. That you were protected. Yes. You were being taken care of. You Crazy were going to be enough. okay. Yeah. 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 So it was, you know, following all of that and, and building into, I guess, that trust because I was never led. Mm -hmm. I was never led wrong. I mean, I may not have enjoyed the experience, but I always... I don't know. I moved, I moved through it and through that and the acceptance of it, it just felt like, it felt like things were opening up. Of course, then I'd get slammed into muggle world again. You know, it was always that, okay, that's enough of that. You know, you just need <laughs> yeah. to cool your jets. You need to go through the next set of experiences. Yeah. Cause okay. So I have a theory, a belief that, um, and this isn't for everyone, but I think that a lot of us that have come here to really open up and do this stuff that, um, that, we kind of um because we all come here to experience mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and i think that we load heavy on the experiences the growth and all that kind of stuff in our younger years mm. so that we fine-tune yes. we become aware we you know have that awakening and then we can become the the sages you mm. know those that have had more knowledge or whatever and things get a little bit calmer it's not that it's perfect mm -hmm. you know but it's it's a little bit calmer that we're able to like when i sit with clients i'm just like there's nothing you can't say to me that i don't have right. some introduction right. to feel sure. for or whatever sure, sure, you sure. know so i don't know did i answer that question <laughs> yeah it, 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 sure. Sure. it is an interesting topic because it is so it is a very deep topic because for individually i mean it's, it's everybody's so, path is so unique right and, and exactly. how they came to that awakening and yeah. that understanding and it and it is mm -hmm. all it keeps going on it doesn't really ever end well there's right. that thing okay so you came to it later but yep. when i was focused on it it was like you wanted to be that special person you wanted to be you know bewitched sure you yeah, wanted to be good point you yeah. know? good point so you're sitting there going well okay that person can do it why can't i why wasn't i born that way you know yeah. and um so i tell people you know i was not born with this I mean, we all have the ability, mm -hmm. but it wasn't turned on, you know, from day one, like right. some yeah. people. Um, for me, it was, I worked my butt off to get there. And, you know, like uh, sports yeah, players do that, you know, it's it, like. <laughs> and that, and that, I use that analogy quite a bit with a lot of my students is that, you know, if you're, if you're an athlete or a marathon runner or whatever it might be, you don't go just jump out of bed one day and decide I'm going to go run a marathon, strap your shoes on and go run 26 miles or go climb Everest or whatever on the first yeah. on the first run of it. It is something that you have to work at. I mean, whatever that is that is driving you, you have to work at it and go slow. Don't try to jump ahead of it. Oh, I'd always try to go fast. Yeah, I, we all do. It's <laughs> I want it yesterday. Right. We it's inherent yeah. in yeah. humans to jump ahead of everything but it is to go slow and enjoy those moments as you're growing through it whether it's a struggle or not if it, you know that it's you're driven to do this mm -hmm. then take your time and enjoy the enjoy the path because it it's ultimately the rewards are greater than the you know the struggles you're putting in at the beginning um mm -hmm. you know it's it's and, and it is interesting because i have i've had several students come through the through those classes that i've held that they they're like oh i'm just here to support my friend i don't believe in any oh, yeah. of this stuff right now they just wanted me to come along right i'm just here to observe and just have a fun time i'm right. like okay right. we'll see how fun this is in about two days when you get to actually practice some of the stuff we're learning and they have some of the most miraculous yeah. they're like I, I i didn't think i could do that i didn't think i could i I, you know all these i didn't think i could yeah. because i oh i wasn't born with this mm. okay you know i i check that out because i'm like okay like you said we're all born with it mm -hmm. we're it's it's there yeah it's and i look at it as it's whether or not we align with remembering it mm -hmm. you know and when right. we remember it whether it's as a kid progressively like myself through through life or an aha moment at age whatever 
all of a sudden something happens, you know, a dark night of the soul or some other aspect that just all of a sudden ignites what's inside you mm -hmm. and you just start to remember. So I like this because yeah. now we've got the extremes. So where do you fall on this? Right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty slow. I'm like yeah. that. Yeah. The tortoise and the hare. I'm the tortoise. <laughs> But that's very profound, you know, like you take it in more deeply and maybe yeah, but you've also had a side seat. To Thank all you for of the compliment. You yeah. <laughs> uh, You're like, no, please, I don't want that quite. It's <laughs> it's been slow. I mean, I, my background was in the Christian church, of course. And um, so I wouldn't call that an awakening, but it did prime me for what was to take place later. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. See, some um, people would say that would inhibit right but do you realize that and you just said it primed you which is so different because everybody's history primes them for what they're supposed to do mm -hmm. whether it okay. is what we would classify as a negative experience or a positive ex whatever box mm -hmm. you're born into whatever yep. dysfunction or abuse or whatever the circumstance or even a loving family or whatever your circumstances there's a reason that you picked those parents and you picked that environment and you picked that experience because the rest of your life is that's helping you those tools those are tools you've learned to help you on that path but at any mm -hmm. rate um and and so i've come to understand that my part of my role is to help people to expand that box because you can find your awakening through the christian church absolutely and you can find a connection to the angels or to jesus or to god mm -hmm. um but it's within the parameters that can be limiting mm -hmm. and so it is um an understanding of helping others to bridge from any religion really into the greater spiritual perspective and expanding their box it's not about your box is wrong it's about expanding your box so that's that's part of my role i think at this point um and so within the christian church i wouldn't call it an awakening but uh it is when i realized that i had a role as a healer um because I started a hands-on healing team in my church, which was a clear cognizant moment that I talk about in my book up here, The Journey Within, um, where I went to the pastor and I said, God's telling me I'm supposed to talk to you about starting a healing team. And he mm -hmm. goes, well, I knew somebody was coming to talk to me about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it would be you. I said, well, I guess you got the same message. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, nice confirmation instead. Right. right. Healing, what are you talking about? Right, you know? right. But, and I mean, so was, were they thinking more like healing, like just, you know, hands praying kind of thing yes. or yeah, yeah, so yeah. they yes. weren't thinking about energy like well I mean, the prayer through energy it's yeah. the holy spirit energy but not like not like reiki, we would think yeah. of it and coming in and saying well i'm going to do reiki right now yeah. it was this you know aspect of hands-on healing you're they're already doing it by you know prayer it's just interesting it's, yeah. that it is already there yeah, within yeah. their religion which is so. the point and yeah. this is what i try to teach people is that whether you call it reiki universal mm -hmm. life force energy or whether you call it holy spirit energy it's the same yeah. thing we just have different terminology right yeah. so we have to stop being afraid of something that doesn't sound like what we think it's supposed to sound like or or look this like is this is the way that i believe it should be yeah you know not look not look like that and discount someone for it right. like have the better religion or whatever right. anyway mm -hmm. go ahead right exactly <laughs> yeah. so just that was kind of the crazy. first piece of what would ultimately be an awakening journey and then i learned and refined this uh, ability to be who i am and to stand up for the mm -hmm. truth of who i am and i talk about that story in the book as well um to stand up and not hide not hide who i am yeah how but old that's, were you yeah uh, uh, no, probably 30. yeah well no a little old a little older you mean at, at the church yeah you would have been yeah, a little yeah. older than 30. but that but that what you're explaining is that's your core value. I mean, that's been inherent in you from childhood. But I refined. I think I refined right. it. I had multiple experiences of having yeah. to stand up to authority or stand up to a popular opinion or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that. That's just owning it, yeah. To be the truth. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, that, that was refined yeah. as well. And so then when we moved up here to South Carolina and I started to fall away from the church, that's when I found Reiki in 2014. And so my awakening started in earnest around that right. time. Yeah um mid 40s i guess yeah and uh and it was just really gradual and it's been so gradual so when we started awakening he and i we were kind of on this path together i took the reiki class and at that time he really wasn't into any of this I had no idea start laying hands on him and that's when he starts waking up and having all of these psychic and mediumship abilities and i'm like gosh what am i chop liver 
you know how hard it is to live with a channel like this i mean it's it's very challenging to one's sense of self and ego yeah i mean it is so <laughs> i huge <laughs> it took that took me a long time to um come to grips with mm-hmm. he has these very outward uh, abilities and mine were not as recognizable not as obvious not as overt i it, you know so it, it was more for you and and even to this day it's it's more of the quiet internal ahas right it's mm-hmm. it's not like i would say you're this kind of similar to me where when something resonates it's like somebody just smacked me in the back of the head it's an epiphany it, it's, it's just whoa, whoa. right yeah, <laughs> yeah it's there yep okay got it you know that kind of thing yeah. but for allison i would say it's more of just a very subtle slow fizzle but it's that slow fizzle that allows you to have greater discernment in the actual truth of it if that makes sense you probably haven't had as many wacky experiences i as i have no. i think that that probably would be not. a clear difference uh, but it, it has been just so so gradual um that it's almost sometimes i say it's almost non-existent i joke around it's like so gradual that it almost doesn't even exist but i, I but when i look back at 2014 and where i've come mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. things that have turned on for me uh, but again they're still not overt necessarily yeah. but then um, how do you say okay so what we're doing for the most part is you know people are coming to us, we're in their face, we're, you know, we're talking, we're Mm -hmm. doing whatever, where one thing that I've observed people saying about you and and your energy and stuff is that you are like the anchor, Mm -hmm. the grounding force, Mm -hmm. the, you know, bringing together and evening out the energy. And that, you know, you got to really look at how far back that started, um, because that's a, like you said, it is subtle, but I didn't have that. Like I had to teach myself how to anchor in. True. So it's, it's right. a, that's a good point. I just, I didn't think of it this way. It's not a loud, crazy thing. So it's no less powerful, you know, for what you've been through um, with, with more of this, this quiet aspect than ours, which is, is well, quite frankly, ours, I think is a little bit more terrifying because we're going to face more rejection True. than you are. Yeah. I just oh, <laughs> apps. That, that's a, that's, okay. an, that's, that's an amazing point. Absolutely. And that's, that's the struggle for any of us practitioners that have that, I'll say from business, you know, aspect that customer facing aspect, right? That out in front, you're putting yourself out there mm-hmm. for everything you do. Yeah. And the human is the one that's always going to go <sighs> yeah so it's, it's going to go how did it go what's a- <laughs> right it's you know how you know you you want to and that's that's it's you know another whole aspect of this but it you know as far as you know releasing outcomes to what we do i mean that's yeah. that to me has probably strengthened me more than anything else and that is a very difficult hurdle to get over is mm-hmm. when you when you get done with a client no matter whatever the whatever it is mm-hmm tarot card to reiki or channeling or whatever once they're done and they walk out the door it's not that i don't want to forget about them Mm -hmm. but i have to release from whatever outcomes may come of it because Mm -hmm. at that moment i'm if i honor myself with exactly what i do as far as connecting with energy and 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 being the channel for that energy or whatever it might be or their higher self or whatever it might be it's not me. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if you were right, going to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. It's it is spirit. Mm-hmm. And I have to allow spirit to do its bidding and to do it do what it's supposed to do through me. And when it's done, uh-huh. then I'm done. See, what I think is interesting is you grew up with that. Think about it. Like you knew when you were doing the hands-on healing, you knew that spirit mm-hmm. was working through mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And that was a part of the the deal. Mm-hmm. I have always just known and trusted that things are happening purposefully and that no. whatever I'm doing is working. I just know that my team has my back mm-hmm. and that when I hold space for a client that things happen, I know that and I've seen it enough. So even though I don't yeah. know it here or see it here because mm-hmm. I'm not channeling or I'm not getting a vision or something like that, 
I know. And so it is trust. It's just kind of a deeper level of trust. And mm-hmm. I, hmm. I, I'm so firm in my trust, no yes. doubt. Yeah, oh, for sure. That, that, and I think that's a really good point is, you know, that whole aspect of yourself with the very, mm-hmm. you know, self-assuredness of yourself mm-hmm. is what, as you alluded to, is that anchor, mm-hmm. is that confidence, right? I couldn't do the channeling that I do without having her as the anchor and the facilitator once I'm out. Um, I've, I've attempted that. It worked out fine, but they're just, when I came out the other side, (laughs) right. When I came out the other side of it, there's just a different feel. Mm -hmm. There's a security aspect, right. Mm -hmm. That's my safety net, if it were. Yeah. Um, And it is that comfort when we do our dual practice Reiki, she grounds that client's energy like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I know it. Which and makes it so much easier yeah. for you than to step in and do. Right. Yeah. See, I I just think yours is just, it's as profound. It's just quieter. Right. It's not obvious, not overt. Right. Yeah. But when those moments happen. They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're fun. Exactly. But it's so interesting because, you know, uh, as I do the BQH, the spiritual yeah. hypnosis, there are a lot mm-hmm. of other practitioners that I'm in communication with who will kind of go in with their client and will see the same things that their client is seeing mm-hmm. or That's know what I do. <laughs> who's or know who's around and who to call on and what I mean by seeing it or whatever. And so I used to lament the fact that I wasn't like that and I didn't go in with them. But what occurred to me one day as we were doing a channeling or whatever we were doing, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, if I did that, I wouldn't be effective. I wouldn't be effective, not that the other practitioners are not, but I wouldn't be because I, I do use this unique combination combination of my left and right brain to know how to ask questions. I intuitively know where to go with it. Or, yeah. You're amazing. Or yeah. What, a, <laughs> yeah. what a client needs to know or how deep we need to go in this or that. And I do that with you yeah. and we channel and I do that with my clients. But there was one time when we started channeling the 12 for the um, for the book. Mm-hmm. that they told me that I was really the antenna. He wasn't the antenna in that case. He was just the mouthpiece just for the, the mouthpiece. information. I was the antenna. Was amazing. That is really and so cool. as they started to come in, each one, uh, as this new role I was taking on, and I could feel more of the energy, yeah. I was getting kind of, Whoa. see, isn't it fun? Aren't you glad you're getting to experience it now? <laughs> but it occurred to me that if that happened all the time, I, I, I can't yeah. think straight to ask the right questions. So it wouldn't, work for us yeah. if, if i if i did that along with you then it's not helpful the, the setup was the setup yeah it's yeah. purposeful and so i thought that's why i need to appreciate who i am and my unique gifts mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. my writing you know is kind of left brain but it's inspired i know that it's inspired sometimes yeah, i'll yeah. write you're some channeling when you write absolutely uh, yeah 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 absolutely. as quickly as you're able to like absolutely <laughs> like that's yeah how it comes out and and then once when i once it starts it's a train that cannot be stopped i'm telling you when i have to go a certain number of days without writing i just <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah sometimes i'll write like when i was doing um weekly blog posts and i would read it and i and I would start getting tears in my eyes, reading my own words. And I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> how weird, because I could feel spirit speaking through those words because it was spirit that was writing those words. Yep. So it's, you know, I, I appreciate my slow journey. Do you know how many people wish they could do that? Right. Like, cause you know, now it's like, well, you're not an authority unless you've written a book, you must write a book, you know? And so everyone out there is trying to write books and here you're just going, Oh, this has hit me. What's right. next? This What's next? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's exactly. a thing there. So I have a question, um, and, um, a little bit off your journey, but because I was thinking, um, here, you've had this experience where, you know, Will just takes off like crazy and you're sitting there going, what the hell? And um, so what I did. is it like? I did say that a couple times. <laughs> or what the... <laughs> right, um, right, right. So what is it like when you guys are in a Reiki session, you're teaching students mm-hmm. and, you know, you have that person come in going, oh, I want to learn this. I'm so excited. And the other people are coming, you know, you got it. There's always that one in the crowd that's just kind of like, yeah, you know, I came here with a friend. I don't really know about this, you know, and all of a sudden they start taking off. How do you like, have you had that scenario? Because I've been in classes like that where 
there's that star. The one that really wanted to be there isn't getting it. And the other one is, and you're just, you know, okay. I was that person once, um, in, in numerous situations and the person that you would least like think that, you know, they would have the ability all of a sudden they're just like shining light fire. Yeah. 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 So I have to share the Suzanne Giesman story. I mean, it's so speaks to exactly what you're talking about. So she did a two day, Give her, give them a, I guess, give our yeah. audience a little idea who Suzanne Giesman is. So she's from. an evidential medium, fantastic, probably one of the best, yeah, for sure in the states, world renowned for sure. She lives down here, right she's by like you, actually, across the street, basically. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if she's been around. Yeah. So um, she often does a two-day mediumship class in Savannah, and so we we went down there with a group of what four four it was myself and four or five three, other three other friends oh, or cool. four other women i think anyway yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um and allison was not going to participate she was going to be our food runner for the yeah. weekend i was just going to have fun right. and to hang out in the hotel and to get the food and have it ready for them and whatever <laughs> well they hijacked me on friday night paid for this class for me oh wow and said oh well guess what yeah. you're joining there's still room yeah <clears throat> excuse awesome. me so i um I was like, okay, obviously my guides need me to be there. So I really, cause I would have tensed up and been so nervous about, yeah. because when, I, when I'm put on the spot, like when you do a meditation and you come out and everybody's like, what'd you get, what'd you get, what'd you get? I, I hated uh, that because I, I felt I like, like I had that. to have something. Yeah. And what oh, if wow. I didn't have something? So I felt if I go through this whole two day thing and I don't get anything or I'd, cause I would put too much pressure. And so, you have to understand this two day or this, this weekend long class was one where you would learn something and then you would practice. You'd learn something so you actually and, had a, and you'd practice. Yeah, be put on the spot. So if you had fear of inadequacies, yeah, oh, right it would just hit you right on stage, right yeah. in the center. Yeah. yeah. But on Saturday morning when it started and we went in there mm-hmm. and there were, I don't know, maybe 50, 25 to 50 people, the More energy that, was yeah. palpable. I oh, almost wow. started crying just being in that it energy was, and knowing it was yeah. knowing that my guides, I just gave it up to them. I said, if I'm supposed to get something or I'm supposed to learn something, I'm giving it up. I'm really giving it up. And I surrendered. It was the craziest. So there were four experiential situations where we partnered up and we had to do a reading with them. Mm -hmm. The very first one, I close my eyes and she gives us this process to do. And I did the process. And all of a sudden I see this scene in front of me, this soccer guy standing on a soccer field and I'm describing him and what he looked like and what the field was like. And he looks like a coach and this and that. And anyway, it was just five minutes and we got done and she goes, Oh my God, that was the brother that I never had, who was a soccer coach. He wore those glasses, blah, blah. I mean, it was exactly spot on. And I was like, <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. So anyway, we had two of those before lunch and I yeah. kept getting stuff. So then we go to lunch and they're all like, yeah, I didn't get much. I didn't get, and I, me, the one that wasn't supposed to be there, uh-huh. did better than the medium who's getting paid to be a medium. <laughs> so, okay. So <laughs> it was crazy. Here's the thing. So is it that you more than likely could just be doing this? You just aren't because you've got your day job Maybe. and Will's doing his thing. And then there'd be a little comparison or something like that. But obviously if you did that once then you can do it over and Absolutely. over and over again it's it's there it's there it's just it's not it's a not sk- it's, it's right not now. a skill it's not right and i and mm-hmm. it's it that isn't her set of refined skills mm-hmm. writing um you know that aspect of it um that's the refined skill for now oh mm-hmm. it's definitely there yeah. I, I, that was there's that was just hysterical yeah. it was crazy the whole weekend I, was amazing i mean it, it was it, funny to have and that for me it was it was it was really interesting to see to see that take place when mm-hmm. because that was truly before even during reiki sessions you were getting anything. yeah i think that was 2018 right that was before <laughs> you were getting anything during reiki sessions right right so this so you now do get things during reiki oh yeah occasionally, okay. yeah, occasionally not, every... not all the time but occasionally okay, yeah. but it was it was one of those things where every time every chance allison would get and I'm not trying to bag on you, but oh, I'm not sensitive at all. 
I don't, I don't get anything ever. <laughs> I just don't get anything. I, I would don't... defer. I would defer to you. Right. That I would did. be the I default setting, yeah. right? So it was kind of like the universe is like, all right, how are we going to get this together? How are we going to put this together? Yeah, We're and... going to get this together to where she goes to somewhere, and all of a sudden she's just going to get hit right square in the face with it all. And yeah. this is what. So it you got to stop saying that stuff. Yeah. I, I have. I have. Yeah. I mean, she I've... really has. And Good. then the next, the next, the next <laughs> key moment. And that's when the Reiki session stuff started happening was when you got your tattoo. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like my permission slip. Right. She got a little tattoo on her wrist. And it's a big it's tattoo. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I love it. It is, is a channeled light language symbol that a, a girl did for me from, I think she lives in Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's really neat. Yeah. It's really neat. I, I never thought I'd get a tattoo because I didn't know what I'd want on my body forever. I'm thinking I'd go to Las but Vegas then, and i get a cat. You know, <laughs> right, right. okay, yeah, slight tweety. difference. But <laughs> you got that on the Saturday, and Sunday we had a Reiki session, mm -hmm. and it was. I mean, she got more. It was a game changer. It was got more out of that session, more visual, like information, mm -hmm. channeled information visually than I did. But what's funny is it wasn't because of the tattoo, no. obviously, but it was because the tattoo sort of gave my human mind a permission, permission slip. Permission slip well, to open you kept up. Saying, I, I'm not, I don't experience anything. I right. don't see anything. Yeah. Right. So you were pushing it. You were literally pushing it away. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so in terms of our awakening, yes. <laughs> were, what were some supports? What were some things that helped you along your path? And what were some perhaps pitfalls, some experiences that came along that threw you for a loop mm. or threw you off your path? Is there anything that stands yeah. out? And so you said you had something. What, yeah. do, you, what do you remember? So, um, you know, pivotal moments um, in uh, my journey. So or things that were specifically supportive. Supportive, or... yeah, supportive, and then not so supportive. So, um, <laughs> well, really, the 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 biggest supportive aspect. Uh, well, two uh, two two aspects. One was um, uh, my mediumship class that I took um, through Carol Cottrell, local medium here in Charleston, South Carolina. Amazing woman. She puts on amazing classes. And um, I still, to this day, utilize, she's in my head with what I learned during those classes when I do my mediumship work, even wow. today. I, 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 when I get to a point at which, you know, there's might be, you, you know, sometimes the energy kind of stumbles a little bit and you kind of got to regroup. I hear her in my head. I know mm -hmm. what to do, right? So that's that. So a aspect. good teacher. Yep, a that's good teacher. Something that can be supportive, yep. finding a good teacher. Um, and then, uh, well, and this would be the same along the same lines, our Reiki master and um, uh, uh, for our master teacher. Janine. Yeah, Janine mm -hmm. and her friend. Um, and forgive me. Aaron. I, no. Um, well, Aaron's another one. There's a whole mess. <laughs> But um, I can't think of, she moved back to California. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name now. Uh, forgive me. Hopefully, if she watches, she'll forgive me for this. But they both. Put her name in the comments. Right. <laughs> they both were so supportive of the work I was doing. Because that's Betty, at, is her name. Betty, thank you very mm -hmm. much. Um, that was just as my channeling was starting to come online. And they both, they, they were like, we, she wanted to mentor me. But mm -hmm. she's like. She said, I remember yeah. this. She said that what you are doing, right. I haven't even done, and it's going to be new. It's, right. There's not even you're, you're, a way for me to mentor you. There's you're no, doing, you're wow. doing you're something. You're paving a new yeah. path kind of thing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're so far ahead that I can't even help you. So it's helpful on your journey to have good teachers. It's helpful yep. to have people who believe in you, right. whether they're mentors or not, but people who support you and, yep. and boost you. Yep. And then yeah. as, as far as the other aspect of that, I, it, we share the same experience in this. I'm not going to go into detail, but we had a, we had a ra rather negative experience along our journey, um, somewhere around our level two Reiki process. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it showed me a side of the spiritual side of things that's well, that was really a human. It's just a yeah, human yeah. Side. It was a human oh, aspect of it. It happens everywhere. It, yeah, but it to me, I I had come from the Christian church, which I hadn't been all my adult life until that point for only a short amount of years. And I saw the back workings of the Christian church, you know, part of being committees and everything else. And there's oh wow, right? There's no difference between that and a business dealing, you know, yeah. or anything, you Everyone know, boardroom, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this was this was very similar. Mm -hmm. This experience was very similar, and at that point, I was like, I don't want anything to do with this spiritual life because this is no if different. If people act like if that, people yeah. like act like yeah. this, wow, 
then I don't want mm -hmm. anything to do with it. But people are people. But people are, right. So again, through, So using through, caution and discernment yep. and in then, choosing who to work with, yep. right? And, exactly. you, and then going back to those individuals that we had built a good relationship with, they, and I like to say, mm -hmm. they talked me out of the yeah, tree. Yeah, they did. Right? Yeah, they, they, did. they brought me out of the tree mm -hmm. and put me back on the ground in one piece mm -hmm. and said, move <laughs> forth and do good things, right? So yeah. So, right, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So what were you, some of your supports along the way? Well, um, it's kind of a oxymoron kind of support because um, for me, I didn't have support. <laughs> you mm. know, I was totally on my own, just um, just kind of adrift. And so I had the synchronicities, I had the nudges. Mm. So I got finally attuned to listening to those nudges because whenever I did, it was really cool stuff. Awesome. Um, so that was more along my path and whenever i got attached to anyone any one group um that whole human side would mm. come out the ugly side you know yeah. the mm -hmm. controlling side and um and invariably i would be on my own again mm. so it became you know a very personal just very lonely journey um where i didn't have many people to talk to mm -hmm. about you know, this just all these thoughts coming up in my head. And, you know, of course, my family wasn't into it. Um, I have one friend, which I will mention here. So, um, so I'm going to give a shout out for my friend, Letty O'Shiel, um, who we grew up together. And I've joked around that she's my partner in crime, um, because she has always been so open and accepting mm. to my weirdness yeah. and um, and just like, you got to do you, you just be you, you know, we love you. No one else would say that, you know, they all, my girlfriends cared about sure, me and stuff, sure. but you know, and, and it wasn't that Letty was into all of this, she just accepted. And so, you know, I've done some crazy things over the past couple of years, exploring, you know, certain abilities and things again, kind of on my own. And um, I just go, Letty, I want to see what it's like to have an anchor because you have an anchor. So I was like, I want to have an anchor for energy. Yeah. And so she went um, to this farm and, you know, and didn't have a clue what she was doing, but jumped right in, you know, so, and that's really like, she's always supported me. She's uh, awesome. like, let me do tons of tarot readings on her. And she's that one person who um, every time we did a reading um, and try to record it, it'd be blank. Oh, like wow. it was crazy <laughs> um but anyway so but we've had good readings and stuff so she's she's been my guinea pig and yeah. um and i'm so so grateful for that um guinea pigs are important yes, yes. Are. <laughs> on this journey yeah, guinea, get yourself a guinea pig yeah and it's yeah. not easy to get a guinea pig i mean people are just like <laughs> i don't know what you're doing and then you have to be able to trust them sure you know and that yeah. they're not going to make fun of you because yeah. you feel pretty silly yeah but um anyway but yeah so the majority of the time i have i have done it alone i've had to exercise discernment my discernment is not probably as tightly knit as yours was because i did some crazy crazy things sure um but but i was always doing it following whatever that nudge was and that's good yeah, yeah. and so now but you know like now i have a community you know yeah. among you all but but even bigger than that now and it's mm -hmm. It's not just the internet. I don't want to say it's just sure. that, even though meeting people in person, I don't know. I still find when you meet people in the groups, when you're around some of the people who are um, leading those groups who, and I'm not saying everyone, but who are leading those groups who are, <laughs> you know, old paradigm, yeah. Yeah. metaphysical, yeah. there's, you know, the favorite, you know, pets there. There's yeah. the, you know, the <laughs> ones who are always, you know, they're late putting things up and, you know, and saying, no, you can't do this here. And, you know, it, it's just, it's still the dynamic going on. Sure. So, um, but as I'm moving into people who are, you know, part of the new energy, everything's accepting, it's open, mm -hmm. it's just, it's beyond belief. I yeah. love it. So, so for me, this is like finally hitting the oasis. <laughs> mm -hmm after 35 plus years of doing this on my own yeah, yeah. wow that's hard to believe it's been that long I know, it's amazing that i don't that i'm not like you know bitter or turned right. off or right. you know, yeah. or whatever um yeah. but you know so so it's weird that you know I, I would love to say oh it was this person that you know and i could point out mentors and say well they helped me along but it was really when they when doors got closed because yes. that kept me going okay well, i don't understand this this yes. hurts but 
I still couldn't stop that feeling inside of me. Sure. It would not go away. Yeah. And so I had to go out and find the next mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, so it I guess that just created more trust in that process. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful way to end this uh, podcast in yeah. that um, it is all about trust. Mm. Um, and it is about finding your tribe. Mm -hmm. But in that, um, using discernment, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and surrounding yourself with good people, supportive people. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Absolutely. It was fun going As down. Always. We get to learn so much about each down other. Down the journey. You know, yeah. Questions we haven't thought to ask. Yeah. And thanks to all of you for watching and sharing and uh, liking and commenting. And we appreciate those comments. They're beautiful. Yeah, keep them coming. And if you have any uh, comments in terms of what you want to see next or yeah, something please. we didn't cover quite enough, let us know. But thanks so much for joining us today. Have a blessed day. Thanks, guys. Bye.